Hi, I'm Darcy. And I'm Kelly. And thanks for joining us for... And, and Another, Another thing. thing. Where we talk about current events. Pop culture. Things we love. Things we don't. All slathered in gobs of laughter. And all the feels. So grab a drink, sit down, and join us for... And, and Another, Another thing, thing with Darcy and, and Kelly. The Podcast. Hey guys! Hi thingies! Hi thingies! This is Darcy Monet. And I'm Kelly Goodman. Thanks for tuning in to And, and another, another Thing with, with Darcy, Darcy and Kelly. Kelly. We and have a fun show today. We do, and it's called The Place the Thing. Is is that a phrase? Is that an actual Yes, it's Shakespeare. Oh Shakespeare, well. Darcy, no? <laughs> I think I only uh I've read Twelfth Night and I think I only watched Romeo and Juliet. I'm what? Yes, I'm woefully under Shakespeare. Under Shakespearean? Yes. Absolutely. Wow. Yeah. So um <laughs> Okay. Well But don't worry, we're not gonna get that fancy on you anyway. That's so. right. <laughs> we're about to go ghetto, so here we go. Um so uh hey, how many of you guys out there um are theater geeks and or gleeks? Mm -hmm. um, choir people, show folk in mm -hmm. high school. Carnies. <laughs> we were carnies. I was running the tilt-a-wheel at 17 years old. <laughs> totally. Yes, we're carnies. I still but, refer to myself as that. I know, but it's kind of similar because, especially in college, not so much in high school, but in college, you never made fun of anybody's boyfriend or girlfriend because probably next show they were going to be yours. <laughs> So okay. I hear like carny folk are like that too. Like they oh, trade off between funny. people. Well, in, in my case, I did do plays and stuff when I was younger. But, you know, once I got into college, it was all about bands and stuff. And so it was like, oh, right. I was actually very adamant on not dating guys in my band. Because you want to mess it up. I didn't want to mess it up. I want to say professional. But also, if they came from somebody else's band, they probably dated Whoever oh, that's funny. The lead singer was in that band. Oh, and that's so funny. There was, yeah, I had a friend who had pretty much ran through all her guitar players. And, <laughs> yeah, at some point, they ended up playing for me because they had to get out of the situation. And yeah. So yeah, I was kind of, you know, I did not have the fun that I should have had in my sex, drugs, and rock and roll years. I just have to say. I know, but you were still in but. the Christian stage. Yeah. Um, but it's funny. I mean, there's like a meme that says you can be cool, but you're not going to be um, Stevie Nicks cool having her <laughs> ex play guitar on a song that she wrote about your breakup. That's true. <laughs> that is, is that what they call meta these days right? or something like that? <laughs> um, That's a lot But no, I... Oh man, I had some of my most intense crushes with with co-stars in shows. Yeah? Do oh tell. my gosh. Okay, so one I remember in high school, his name is Danny Schwartzman. Danny Schwartzman? I know. That's and fantastic. We actually went to a, a dance together too, but that was a whole thing. I think he was pitying me. I Aww. really do. That isn't even a, like a poor me thing. I really think he was like, all right, I'll throw her a bone. We went oh. to Sadie Hawkins, so I asked him. Okay. Any hoozle, um, he ended up becoming a born-again Jew, and he moved oh. to Israel and became, like, orthodox, orthodox, orthodox. But, um, so he played French horn in the orchestra. He wasn't in okay. the show. It was How to Succeed in Business. 
Okay. Um, without really trying, for those of you who don't know the ins and outs of show business, the business we call show. <laughs> <laughs> and I just want to little make a little note: the French horn is really hard to play. You're and badass really if you're a good, good French horn player. Really just good. saying. And he had these super long eyelashes, and you guys of can't see. Of course he did. Of course. But I'm not making eyelashes. We're doing the eyelash fingers. Yeah. I, I forget on podcasts you can't see me right. do my hands, but. Uh, <laughs> So I always said he had eyelashes like Bambi. Mm. So in the opening scene of How to Succeed, all the secretaries are running around, and I was like, I don't know, secretary number four or whatever. Um, <laughs> and I had a folder, and you know we're rushing around looking at our folders. And one of my friends in the show put a picture of Bambi on opening night in my folder. Because oh. <laughs> <laughs> she knew I called him. I'm like, he has those Bambi oh. eyes. And I was dying. I was totally dying laughing on stage oh my God, it's like one of those funny. things and i'm going to explain this because i can't do a visual where you see an actor and their their shoulders are going up and down because you know they're <laughs> laughing on stage but yes danny schwartzman wherever you are Aww. baruch hashem i hope you're okay <laughs> so he accepted jesus as his personal savior no moses he became a born-again jew he became an orthodox jew oh and moved see, to israel i didn't know that the term born again. Well, was... No, it's not. It's called Baltashiva. I was making oh, a joke. Oh, yeah. okay. Because I no. thought for a second, because I went to no. church with some of those people. Oh, the Messianic Jews? Yeah. Or what we do called... we call them? Messiantics. In, in my growing up church, Don't Shoot the Messenger, we used to refer to them as completed Jews. Oh, wow. <laughs> How offensive oh, is that? Wow. <laughs> right. That's like they sew the they... foreskin back on, then they're no. a completed Jew. <laughs> You are now completed. Oh you have your foreskin back. Oh, my God. They're supposed to, obviously, it, it's about somebody who actually accepts that Jesus is the Messiah and he came. Right. And then they're completed because he, of course, was a Jew. And it's like at the time, it was such an honorable thing. Right. You right. know, and now I think back on it and go, man, that's really freaking offensive. But yeah. That's anyway. so funny. Completed Jew. Completed. Yep. Anyway, um, anyway, Danny Schwartzman, wherever you are, Baruch Hashem, I hope you're well. Um, let's see what other shows did you. Uh, so you said you I didn't did, have. I didn't. Well, I'll I'll say this. My first uh, kiss on stage was I was what doing show? What show? What Guys show? and Dolls, and I was playing Sergeant Sarah. And because I was the only, ch I, I would rather have played Adelaide because she's more fun. But I love that song too. Um, yeah, a poison can develop a cold. It's <laughs> awesome. I've you given it to a lot of my students. Day? Oh, we're going to have to pay for the song. Sorry. I know, right? Stop, stop singing. Um, but I was the only one that had the high notes in the entire high school. So I always got stuck with the straight, the, the, the ingenue, the lead. Right. Is that which, if I were a bell, I'd be ringing? Yes. No? Yeah. Yes, yes, yes. That was the most fun song because I had I to be drunk while I was song. singing it. Yeah, it was, I, I was supposed to be drunk, song. so that was fun. But um, it was funny because, you know, I was a little chubby at the time. And uh, I remember having, this is a little off topic, but I remember having the the English teacher that always did the musicals. Oh, she oh always I have a story about this the, too. Our, yep. She was our band outfit fitter, like she was in the marching band. And... I came in to get my fitting for my uniform and she said, this is what I want to do this year and I want to give you the part of Sarah, but you have to lose 20 pounds. And I looked at her and I said, this is probably the first time I'd ever stood up for myself in that way because people talk to me like that all the time. Of course. When I was a kid, just constantly. Of course, yeah. 
and you know family friends teachers didn't everybody matter. and so i said i looked at her and i said um is this a soprano part and she's like yeah and i said can anybody else hit the notes and she looks at me she goes no and i said well i guess your lead is going to be 20 pounds overweight <laughs> i was just like uh-uh no 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 well it's interesting you say that because when i did how to succeed in business you know there's that have you you've seen the show for my this paris original pieces where all it. the women came out in the same dress okay and in the in the movie it was strapless okay. so i remember my theater director asking me one day i was wearing like a tank top or something under and he said can i see your arms and i'm like what <gasps> and he's like can i want to see your arms because i want to see if you're going to be able to wear a strapless and i mm. pulled off my shirt and he goes i don't know what we're going to do for this dress now <gasps> And like That's ridiculous because I'm jealous of your arms. They're smooth. <laughs> they're like, I mean, they're they're and juicy, I was, but they're smooth. I was 16 years old, so right? They were yeah, a lot. So bite me, Mister Man. And That's then crazy. when you talk about theater uh, van costumes in our swing choir, I remember they we had like tuxedos, like girl tuxedos and boy tuxedos. Mm. And the woman who costumed us, she said. I guess I'm going to have to get two skirts and sew them together for you. So, yeah, it was I had really a moment with lovely. that with my jazz. Um, we all had to wear the same outfit and they had to be, they were handmade. You know, we found a seamstress or whatever. And this girl was like, she, from my original fitting, you know, I'm, it's my first year in college. The freshman 15 is a real thing, you know, and Absolutely. all they served you was if it had carbs in it, that's what you had for lunch. Of it was course. Like the cheap food, you know? So she's like, oh, I don't know what to do. You've gained weight since you first came here. And I was just like, and the thing is, there were other girls around me, and they actually were as appalled Good. as I was. I, I looked at their faces. They were like, like they couldn't, they were incredulous that somebody would say that. So if any but, of you haven't seen us. Thank you, girls. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say. So if yeah. any of you haven't seen us, we are Juicy Girls. Yes. And, um... Fat people need allies. We need yes. thin allies, so please. We do. Yeah. Please. It's not okay to comment on anybody's body. Ever. You know? Ever. Uh, about anything. Just don't do it. I saw a thing about, um, oh my God, this is terrible. I don't remember his name. The Seth guy. Rogen. No. No. Well, Seth no, the other one. Jonah Hill. Jonah Hill. <laughs> I always well, get that mixed up. Yeah, yeah, I know. But Jonah Hill. But no, this was um, Chadwick Boseman. Oh, really? Who I thought, not a meme, because it's not funny. I always think memes have to be funny, but mm. it was about this guy was, everybody uh, was commenting on him that he was getting so skinny right. and getting so skinny and losing his muscle. And the guy was dying He's, of cancer. Yeah. So that's and he never why said just, a word and never complained. You never talk never about people's body. Yeah. I remember when my mom was like, a, I mean, in her last couple months, mm -hmm. and Someone in my family who I will not name, even though I'm sure they don't listen to this, said, you look so thin, that's awesome. And I was like, no, it's not awesome. Mm -hmm. She doesn't have an appetite because she, right. you know, yeah. like, no, it's not awesome. Yeah. Anyway, whoa. <laughs> well, we took a turn. <laughs> this was not where our show was going. Back to, oh, back to my first stage kiss. And yes. I think this might Sorry. be my only stage kiss now that I think about it. Because once I went to college, I did one more play uh in nashville and uh in case you don't know if you're a music major you have twice as many classes as anybody else because you have to do your solids you and your music theory all your 
Yeah, you've got to do, but you also have like one credit hour. This ensemble is one credit hour. This ensemble, you have, you're required to do all these oh ensembles. Oh my gosh. So yeah, it's, it's insane. It's like, I don't want to ever hear anybody give me crap about going to music school and how easy it was. I had twice as many classes as you. Didn't you have <laughs> and... 18 units of recorder? <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, I wish. But anyway, I did one more play in college and then I realized I don't have time for plays. So anyway, in high school, we did Guys and Dolls and the guy that played Sky Masterson was a cutie, Mr. Carl Schultz, who ended up going to freaking Annapolis and he was like third in his class, went to Annapolis and now he's living in Arizona and he's like, uh, I think he works for uh, Boeing or something like that. Super Oh, I was hoping he was a Navy SEAL, like a cut Navy Um, SEAL. Well, I don't know. At this point, I don't know. Well, at this point, he's 49 I can feel, I can feel in my head. You know, I can believe in my head he's a cut. Yeah. Well, he was an athlete in high school, and he was he was adorable, cutie, but he was also the class clown. It was amazing that best. this kid had the most amazing grades, and he didn't crack a book, and he screwed around all the time. And he, we just had, as a general rule, we had the best time doing this play, but we he had to steal, quote, steal a kiss from me. That's what the stage you know, things were. And it was like, I couldn't, I'm Sergeant Sarah. I'm the pushback right. all the time. So really he, he should have just grabbed me and went for it and took it from me. And the thing is my mom, that never happened. And we never really got the direction from our teacher to, for him to do that. And it was weird because we were like brother and sister and joking all the time. Right. And, and it was odd. But I remember my mom saying to me, she came to opening night. And she says to me afterwards, she's like, oh, you did such a good job. And then she goes, but I'll tell you what, she goes, you better tell that Carl to just grab you and kiss you because it's not working for the scene. <laughs> I'm like, okay, thanks, mom. <laughs> Thank you, Hollywood Foreign Press, you know, for your it's whatever. It's so funny you say that, though, because one of my other all-time favorite roles mm-hmm. was Amanda in Inhale Harmonica, where I made out oh, with yes. Haverty on stage. Oh, <laughs> I've had, I've got the tiniest little crush on that guy. I, I always will. Oh, I, always I will. me too. And boy. I did, and uh, I probably always will still have that little. Mm-hmm. But uh, and he's a great, great actor too. So he's it's fantastic. Not like, yeah. And man, talk about somebody who just grabbed you. I remember watching that, going, "Oh, she got to have some fun in and this I show." And I mean, the hand on my shirt. I mean, it was. <laughs> it was. He went for but, it. But um, uh, it's funny. So today. It was Amanda, and today, I, I, for the life of me, I couldn't find the script, and I wanted to talk about this role tonight on the show, mm-hmm. um, and I was like, what was that name? What was that name? And I was like, um, Kelly, guess what? You could text the playwright. <laughs> so true. I did. Nathan Wellman, <laughs> God bless you, who wrote that play, Thank and you, he wrote the part for me. Aww. Thank you, dear. You wrote it for you? <gasps> You well, with me, well, with me in mind, for sure. Um, that is like that has never happened. Nobody's ever written a song for me. Certainly, nobody's written a part for me in a play. No, that's not true. I just totally lied. Sorry, Gilmore, if you're listening. <gasps> you did. Gilmore totally wrote me the best part I've ever, the most fun I've ever had in my life. He absolutely wrote like me on steroids. 
like me saying the things that I usually want to say to people, but I'm actually better mannered. <laughs> that show was so good. Yeah. I, and I remember I took my mom there and she mm-hmm. loved that show. So much fun. You guys were great. Gilmore said to me, okay, the show was called Chew on This. Sorry. We're talking like you're, you've been there and you know what we're talking about. Um, the show is called Chew on This, and it was a tribute to bubblegum music. It was such a Gilmore good show. Gilmore grew up in the 70s, and so we did a lot of Partridge Family stuff and a lot of just go- things that you think are goofy, but actually in the world of musicianship are very well-crafted, extraordinarily. These musicians were badasses. Yeah. And so it was a hard show to learn and very challenging and, and a great, great experience, and he based it on... Um, a an AA meeting, but we all had an addiction to, to bubblegum bubble music rock. and yeah. how it had ruined our lives. And now we're in this, you know, anonymous meeting. And so it was really cute. And I had a great time just being a smart ass for an hour and a half. And he was usually the brunt of my hatred in the show. Um, and he just let me rip. And um, so there was nobody in there to have a crush on. Right. And it's so you know, funny yeah. you say that because my mom just fell in love with both Brian mm. and Gilmore. Yes. And so Gilmore was our lead and wrote the play. And then Brian, his husband, his was late our musical husband, director. His, his late husband, yes. Um, and I remember Gilmore saying to me after you guys came to see the show, he's like, can we hire them <laughs> to come? And he just lived for your your wonderful laugh and just loved that you guys were just right in the front having such a great time. And it was really... And my mom said, oh, that keyboard player is so cute, Kelly. You oh. should meet him. And I said, he's married to the lead. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> no, but she just flipped that fast. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> and just a shout out, Brian passed from cancer a couple of years ago. And then um, my dear, dear friend, Barbara Shane, who was in that show with us, uh, passed suddenly. And nobody even knew she was sick. She was just gone one day and love her so, so much so shout out to them not you said enough fuck cancer mm-hmm. sorry gonna say it absolutely anyway inhale harmonica i got yes. to make out with haverty on stage and he grabbed my <laughs> boobs and that was great um but i was gonna say something very funny that my niece lola came to see that show and she had seen a previous show where i played um a nun well, I was playing a, a person auditioning for the part of a nun. Uh-huh. So I was in a nun costume, and the other woman inadvertently grabs my boob. And um, it was comedy hijinks. Um, <laughs> Heidi Appy, the great Heidi yes, Appy, wrote love that Heidi. piece. Um, it was hilarious. And after the show, um, my sister, I think, said, it's kind of weird for me to see you being mauled on stage. And Lola said... <laughs> No, that didn't bother me. I didn't like when the nun touched your boob. So, <laughs> for whatever that's worth. <laughs> that's hilarious. I'm trying to think if there were... I just... Most of the guys I went to high school with were just such brothers to me. or, And that's where I did the majority of my... Well, childhood and into high school is the majority of my plays. How many that you had crushes are on or... I'm using finger quotes. People dated, uh, ended up gay. Oh, Lord. Yep, me too. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, once I went to college, you have to understand, I went to a school that at the time was um, part of the Southern Baptist Convention. 
the wonderful. And there are no gay people in the Southern Baptist Convention. Oh my God. You cannot, you could not swing a dead cat on that campus without hitting a preacher's kid who was gay. Like that is where, that is where the seeds of me, like I was raised fairly homophobically. You know what I mean? Yeah, and we've talked about that. Yeah. If you haven't seen our shows before, and yeah. she's completely reformed. We are completely staunch reformed. allies. Absolutely. But that's where that's where the seeds of change were sown. Actually, that's, that's a crush. I totally forgot about this. So the very last actual play I did in my school years was um, Everyman, which was a Greek morality play. Yes. And... Our uh, director thought it would be fun to make us all into circus characters and make it a circus motif. Oh, fun! So I played Beauty. If you don't, if you don't know what morality plays are, basically the characters are all named after a sin, a right? sin, no, or, or a, a uh, an, is it an adverb or not? Not a sin. Yeah. No. Not I mean, Beauty. Yeah. There's yeah, 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 God. Yeah. There's angel. Yeah, there's yeah. you know. Um, it's, uh, yeah. Uh, ooh, ah, I know. I can't e- think of it. Uh, Arch- not archetype, but a thing. Yes. yes. It's yes. They're named after a thing. Yes, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> so my character is Beauty, and she decided that I was going to be half man and half woman, um, which nowadays I'd say, nope, not doing that. <laughs> That's not appropriate. But um, one guy in the play, I can't remember what his character was, but uh, adorable. He was a gymnast. That should have been a clue. Um really uh, very he was short but he was very well crafted well gymnast you know what I mean he's a gymnast and yes. like and ripped yes totally ripped and he was just the sweetest guy and blonde which wasn't normally my thing but yeah. he was just so cute and I was saying to my uh, a friend at the time I was like her name was Angela but for some reason I called her Murray and I can't remember why I called her Murray but I was like Murray I just think he's so cute I, I have such a crush on him and she's like she starts laughing at me she's from Georgia so she's like are you kidding I'm like, what? She goes, he's gay. <laughs> and I was like, what? Like, I literally didn't understand even the concept of. Right. I've never, to my knowledge, I look back at my yearbook now and go, oh, that one and that one. But at the time, I didn't understand. I don't know any gay people. Right? What? I just didn't think I yeah. did. And so, God bless him. I had such a crush on him. And he was super nice. And we would talk. And so, I didn't feel awkward around him or anything because he was just always such a kind person. And I said to him one day, I said, so I hear you're gay because <laughs> Darcy, 20 year old Darcy is completely tactless. If you think I'm tactless now, oh my God. Um, and he just kind of giggled. He's like, yeah, I am. And I said, would you mind meeting up sometime just having a conversation about that? I said, because oh, I don't that the know. One that you actually... This is the one. Oh. Christopher, his name was. I cannot for the life of me remember his last name. And we went and met up a couple days later in one of the practice rooms in the music school. And God bless him. I came at him with every question, every scripture that said it was wrong. Well, what about this? And what about this? And what about this? He never, ever got his feathers ruffled. He was nothing but loving the entire oh, God time. bless him. Absolutely gracious. And just explained to me, he goes, I absolutely 100% believe that I am God's creation and that he doesn't make mistakes and that this is how I'm made and I was born this way and it's okay and I remember I did not agree with him on that day 
I was just like, well, I still think it's a sin, but I think you're a great person. But you talked blah. about how that changed your life. That you planted that the seed that times. changed yeah. my life for sure. That boy, Christopher, something. And he wasn't a music major, so we didn't run into each other in classes. And I, don't, I, I really wish I could remember his last name. God bless I would you, love, God bless something. you, Christopher. I wish I could reach out to him and say, you literally changed my changed life. My life. And so that was a crush that never was meant to be. But to answer your question before that, because this is what we do if you haven't listened to our show, we go off the rails. We just Because we're drinking. Yes, because we're drinking and we chase the rabbits. Um, But you said, how many crushes do I have that turned out to be gay? All of them? Fairly much, yeah. <laughs> but no, there was like, well, he was a crush that turned out to be gay. I didn't realize that. I don't even think about counting him because I didn't date him, but I absolutely two guys I dated I ended up being their last attempt at a heterosexual relationship yeah me too they were both boys that were in the music school with me and that I was in bands with and in vocal ensembles with and then one who I love I'm still friends with these guys now and love them so much for just the people they are and I love that we've remained friends but and one who we never officially dated, but we were like pretty much joined at the hip for a couple of years solid. And, and it was like, you know, so looking back now, you're like, you were together 24 seven and, and he never stuck his tongue down your throat. <laughs> Not once. Hey, Neil. <laughs> and the only time he saw my boobs was after I had had reconstructive surgery and had a boob lift. And he was like, can I look? <laughs> He wanted to see the scars. Well, I'm a firm and that believer. Point, I was like, Here you go. I'm a firm believer, pun intended, mm-hmm. that um, man, woman, straight, gay, mm-hmm. non-binary, everybody, everybody likes loves a good, boobs. Everybody likes everybody boobs. likes a good titty. That's I for sure. <laughs> I don't know a person who can't can't yep. really appreciate a nice rack. I really don't. Seriously, I mean, and I'll tell you. Um, when I first moved here and was hanging out at the gay bars because my only friend in town was gay and a bartender at the gay bar, the main gay bar in the Valley, you know, I cannot tell you how many gay men thought it was okay to, to just gra- touch tweak you. my yep. nipple. Yep. And then one day I just slapped somebody's hand away and I was like, don't do that. And he's like, Oh honey, I'm gay. It doesn't matter. I said, you're still a man and you're still invading my space yeah. and you don't get to touch these without my permission. Yeah. And he I was remember, like, oh my God, girl, calm down. And I was like, no, no, no. I remember being on Hands Santa off. Monica Boulevard one year for Halloween and I, my costume, whatever. And some guy, didn't even know him, came up to me, give me a, a whole like, mm. a ooga, ooga. Oh, for and he's like, oh girl, those are real. And I was like, uh, yeah. Um, now, of course, I, I, I mean, uh, this was. Even if they weren't. Yeah. Exactly. What are you doing? <laughs> Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, note, it's, it's still me too. I don't care if you're, I don't care if you're non-binary, gay, straight, whatever. You don't touch my boobs without my I think it's even worse from somebody who's like, oh, I'm gay. It doesn't matter. No, no. Then you should have more sensitivity to the fact that I don't want to be touched by somebody for whom nothing is, it's never going to come of anything. You know what I mean? I didn't give you my permission and it doesn't mean anything. So that means I'm literally just a thing to you. And that's not well, okay. That's, that, yeah, I, I just think it's I think it's horribly invasive no matter what. But yeah, totally, I, yeah. I hear what you're saying. Yeah. We have gotten so far so off the track, off track. I don't even think we have a track anymore. Crushes I want to wench more. 
one more show that I was so happy to do before we end this thing. Um, my other, my last favorite role, I mean, I've done a lot. I've been very blessed. I was with mm. a theater company called Sky Pilot Theater in LA and mm. I did a lot of great shows in that, that. I'm still sort of with them. I am. I took a break when my mom was sick and yeah. now I should probably go back now that she's passed. But um, uh, sadly, I had to take a little time out of acting completely. I had to book out from for uh, an uh, until I'm not sure indefinitely. Mm-hmm. That's the big word I was trying to think yeah. of with my manager because of pain issues. Mm-hmm. But um, uh, anyway, Christmas two. Christmas. I loved that show. I that was the, the first Sky Pilot show I ever saw. I, I was like, "What is happening?" Mary and oh my god, <laughs> Jeff Good. Who wrote the Eight Reindeer Monologues, if you've never seen that show, which is fantastic. It was an original play called Christmas 2. Our bestie Marie Pettit was also in it with me. She played the Queen of the Orient. It was so much fun. (laughs) And Nathan Wellman, who I was saying wrote Inhale Harmonica, he played Jesus, my son. So it was a fantastic show. And that was, and I had... If I, if I had to say I had a crush in that show, it was probably Jeff Good, the playwright. Yeah. Jeff Good, if you're listening to this, I'm still single. If you're still single, um, or I'm single again, I wasn't then, um, but I'm single again. <laughs> so, uh, yeah. I, I've just been really lucky to play a lot of really great roles. Um, You've had a lot of fun. I've, I've been able to watch you have a lot of fun. The only reason I'm in Sky Palace is because they grandfathered me in. That's partially your fault. I was a musical she was the music director. director for one yeah. of my other favorite shows, which is The Bitch is Back. Yeah. But it was all women, so I really didn't have a... Cr- I mean, I love all the women who are in the show, but I, I didn't really I crushed on all them. y'all, but... Yeah. Yeah, so after that, it was like, oh, by the way, Darcy, you're in Sky Pilot now. I was like, wait a minute! So I haven't auditioned for anything. Of course, we're kind of not really doing yeah. a lot right now because yeah. theater is suffering so badly from the pandemic but so hey if you haven't already follow us on our social medias things and uh, we would love to hear um dorky theater stories please tell us your dorky theater stories or Um, even your dorky band stories i didn't really get into or choir or choir or yeah i was in my bass player in my band in nashville's longtime friend met in my very first year of college and he was like little hot shit when he was in, you know, school and stuff. Of course, this was the days of the mullet when that was yep. okay. The but feathered hair. And he's like and married that. to one of my best friends now. But we always had, you know, I think a tiny flirtation up until he met her and she just clubbed him over the head with her awesomeness. That's fantastic. And, but he's still like, he's my brother from another mother. Yeah. But he was like adorable and everybody knew he was adorable and, you know. But other than that, it was well, like. I mean, the thing is, too, um, in case you're hearing a siren outside our very um, secluded studio, yes. yes. Well, it's L.A. It, there's sirens always in L.A. Um, <laughs> uh, I, I mean, you're worth people so often rehearsing, you're with, you know, yeah. to the wee hours, and then it's like, let's go get coffee, or when, then when you're older, a drink. Um, of or after a show, let's go get breakfast at the Perkins, because it's open all night. Yeah. A lot um, of that stuff. So, Yeah. Some of the best memories of my life were with my theater, and and still, still mm-hmm. my best friends in this world are people I met doing theater or improv or comedy. So yes, mm-hmm. um, we'd love to hear your stories. Yeah. Please follow us on the Instagrams, mm-hmm. the Facebooks. Yes, the <laughs> we have a lot of um, archive shows on YouTube under mm-hmm. AnotherThingTV.com. So mm-hmm. please 
look us up uh, if you have ideas for shows you want to hear two women of a certain age who yes. like to drink and talk about shit please let us know yeah. um, and let us know how we're doing how we could improve let us know your stories we'd love to hear from you yes absolutely and we thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us today in the meantime stay safe stay sane and healthy and hopeful thanks so much thingies out